What's up, everybody? Welcome back on episode nine, Diapers, Duct Tape, and Dollars. We're so glad to be back from our last podcast. As you guys have noticed, <laughs> Matthew did not open for us. He's no, slacking. Not worthy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened there. It's that one and done rule. Worked so hard and then did, did stops. So I don't know what happened. Anyways, we're glad to be back today on episode nine as we kind of want to talk about some interesting topic, the realm of superficial science or the next generation of currency. And that is, we don't have no sound effect today. Cryptocurrency. But before we talk about cryptocurrency, we got to do our uh, disclaimer just in case you're listening. This content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or action item advice. Nothing contained on this today's podcast constitutes or solicits or recommends or endorses any specific products or investments that we offer here at D3 or any third-party services. We are just here to talk about information and financial stuff within cryptocurrency. Anyways, Matthew, you ready to talk about some crypto today? I love talking about crypto. That's one of my favorite subjects. Oh, what's your favorite subject? Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not again talk about it on this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's even point? Crypto's up there. Top 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 three. Top three. <laughs> I'm just messing with this. Anyways, as of talking today on uh, July 23rd, 2021, the top uh, 10 cryptocurrencies of the day, which I know that we're kind of in this, um, I would say kind of like a bear market. Not not the highs that it was uh, several months ago as it is today. It's kind of gone up a little bit lately. But so the top 10 we have is Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, Binance Coin, Cardano, USDC or USD Coin, then XRP, Dogecoin, and then Polkadot. Dun, 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 dun. And then Binance USD, which is a little different than the Binance Coin. So, dude, um, all I can say is some of these coins, we both are – <laughs> involved with this you could probably could say um uh, these top tens have changed so much over the past it really has years. like our xrp used to be number two and now it's down to number seven and then i don't even see like monero zcash that's farther Ethereum down classic like they've all moved down like it just it just kind of switches around back and forth but obviously the big two never change and that's bitcoin which is currently just a bit above 32,000 coming down from its all-time highs of around 60, 64,000 and Ethereum currently just a bit over $2,000 as well. Uh, but once again, coming down off of its highs of near, what was it around 4,400? I believe uh, yeah, everything's yeah, about back. 50% down. So, or, or you can think of a 50% sell is the way yeah. I like to think of it. <laughs> I'm getting it on discount. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's crazy how much the market's changed and how the coins have fluctuated, obviously, over the past many years. I remember when it was like the big three for a while was Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then Litecoin. And then oh, yeah. Litecoin has done decent, but it still hasn't stayed up to with like Bitcoin and Ethereum, even though Litecoin is faster. So, but what we wanted to do today is we're, we'll talk about some of the specific investments of cryptocurrencies that we really like and are interested in. But to some of you guys that maybe cryptocurrency is like a foreign language almost to you because it's it's just something you really don't know about uh i know here recently it's kind of gotten some momentum uh just like 
today or yesterday, there was just like this giant news about with JP Morgan and allowing some of their uh, their clientele to start getting invested in um, cryptocurrency and especially with Bitcoin. And this was like a, this was a big news that came out here recently that they were gonna they're gonna basically put some um, ETFs and some trust uh, specific endorsements together. Um, I believe one was called is Grayscale, which is a Bitcoin trust, which is GBTC. Then they have one with um, Bitcoin Cash. And they're going to do one with Ethereum, which is like E-T-H-E. But these are funds that their clientele can get involved with. So I know that that's a huge thing. And and we were kind of talking about this, why it was so big. And we're like, with JP Morgan actually moving to push clients now to the cryptocurrency yeah. markets, what does that mean? That means that it's going to prompt other big time, hopefully – Finance companies and banks, which have, are, are which have and are now embracing cryptocurrency m- more than it was before on a limited scale, to now kind of like like taking this nice dive scale, or yeah. this plunge in the big money. Yeah, in. going forward. So hopefully, it, hopefully it'll kind of be like a domino effect and affect other banks to really get involved with cryptocurrency and allow their clientele to have assets through cryptocurrency. Since I mean, the digital age has been upon us for a while, and uh, I mean. They have now you can like you can actually like you know how like through the years people would buy art and artwork was a huge thing. Well now they have like the non-refundable tokens that you can buy art and have those those actual codes to those those artworks and that's now considered an asset. It's just crazy how the market's changing more the digital side and with Bitcoin, which Bitcoin's been the front runner for a long time now, so it kind of owns it's the big mama. So it's just really huge news. Anytime you see the like the big banking names of JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs or anything like that, make an announcement they're going to get involved with a new investment. It always brings clientele and, and enthusiasm and unknown. So we're kind of, we were kind of talking about it. I think maybe it'll help out the cryptocurrency market, even a turnaround for even the better. So we'll, it'll be something we'll have to look on. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. And see how it moves forward. So it's just some of that big information that's come out. But before we talk about specific coins, we wanted to just say, Hey, Maybe you have no idea what cryptocurrency is. You have no idea how to even get involved. What we want to do today is make this quick and simplistic. We're just going to talk about crypto. What are some of the platforms you can get involved in crypto? And then how are how are there ways that you could possibly make passive income with crypto? Good topic. So, Good topic. Especially, with, especially when we all work all day long. And it's kind of nice to have a way to make money while you're sleeping or while you're spending time with your family. Especially if you got kids, you guys can relate. It's hard to get away from your family. Um Especially when they're young, you just want to spend so much time with them. Yeah. You know, you know those moments. People tell me all the time those moments go by so fast, and so especially when you work all day. Yeah, I know. So it's just really good to keep in the functions and stuff like that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have, Matt is gonna come up and he's gonna talk us to us about uh, you know, what cryptocurrency is and just kind of how you know you can get involved with the crypto market. So a uh, cryptocurrency is a digital form of money. Uh, that is a more secure medium of exchange. So it's, for the most part, it's money like we have with the U.S. dollar. You own it, you, uh, or you don't technically own it, but you have it and you can exchange it for products such as groceries, food, gas. Uh, but this is just a digital way of having money. And really, if you think about it, it goes perfectly along with the progression of money since money's been around forever. Uh, you know, back in probably the BC days, they used um, like shells or rocks or something as a form of currency. And then they went to gold, silver coins, and then moving on to paper money. 
which led to the banking system with using a debit card. So now you can pay with stuff with just using a card. You don't have to use money. And now we've moved even farther in technology to where money can be digitalized. So that's what cryptocurrency is. But what makes cryptocurrency different from traditional currency is that crypto is what you call decentralized, meaning that is not owned by any entity or government or corporation. It's not owned by anyone. It's literally the people's money. So when you own a Bitcoin or an Ethereum or a Litecoin, whatever, that is your coin. And when we own money, we currently use the U.S. dollar. If you look at a dollar bill at the top of it, it says Federal Reserve note that belongs to the Federal Reserve. That is technically not your money. It is a note from the Federal Reserve saying that's what this is worth. With cryptocurrency, you get a digital code that cannot be replicated. So you have the one and only coin of that code. So if you have a Bitcoin and whatever the code is, that is yours. And there is no way of replicating it. Nobody else can get it from you. It is completely yours. Yeah. And the good thing about crypto, I think with a lot of us, especially nowadays, is there's this kind of extra ease behind it because a lot of people um, understand that there's extra privacy and extra protection when it comes to crypto. Um, one of the big deals when it first came out and even today is the privacy part of it. There's, I mean, there's coins that are just dedicated to privacy, but it's this idea that cryptocurrency is almost, almost or almost impossible to forge. So like the, it operates as a blockchain, which is, you know, distributed through lenders and which because of that, it allows that digital coding to make it harder for someone just to access or to take your money. And so, you know, allows, it allows just those block that blockchain to do its work and to do its job and then keeping it safe that's one thing about today is we a lot of people have to worry about is you know always is that money is that money that i have put away is it secure is it private and so that's what one thing that cryptocurrency gives you and with the, also the one cool thing with that with it being private and with it being secure is it also allows it to be confidential so you know most cryptocurrency transactions are you know in a sense most you know they're confidential uh with traditional currencies or issued government issued currencies you you can probably you know pay someone that but there's also the idea of using you no know, physical cash is the way to make it private but usually there's ways for people to track that and see how you're spending yeah. your money but once you have it in your crypto you send it through and it you know and it occurs almost anonymously and it allows you to send that currency digitally to anybody through their wallets and you're able to do transactions that way so it, it's that's why a lot of people love cryptocurrency it keeps people anonymous it allows you to send it um, securely and privately, and it just kind of allows you to have that extra security on your hard-earned finances and money that you you know you have, and so that's why you've kind of seen, especially in the younger generations, an extra move to crypto markets because crypto allows you those different things. And there's just so much with crypto. If you're wanting extra privacy, you can go and get a crypto yeah. privacy coin. If you're wanting um, things that are involved with a specific peer-to-peer lending or mining mineable coins, you can go to coins that are specifically set up for that. Or if you just need to send, you know, money to your grandma in Spain, like yeah, you don't, you don't have to go piece. through a bank. And because if you want to send money to somebody through a bank, through a wire transfer, you're usually going to end up paying some type of fee, whether it be something low from three dollars to, you know, hundreds of dollars with cryptocurrency. I, you can literally send million dollars worth of Bitcoin instantly with probably maybe a, a dollar or so or less worth of transaction fees and that's literally the, the only dollar is because you have to pay for the miners to record that transaction on the blockchain 
so it's completely simple. It is user friendly and it is for the people. I mean, it's not the government's job to know where you where you want to spend your money. That's your money. And so I think what crypto does is it gives them gives you that freedom, that privacy to spend your money how you want to spend it. And I know there's the saying that people will, will always say, you know, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are, is used by criminals and mafia and yada yada to uh, the, uh, spend dirty money to wherever. If that's the case, I mean, how many times have we heard of fraud and the tax evasion just using the normal U.S. dollar? It, but the thing with Bitcoin is, though, that you can actually track the money on the ledger to see where that money is actually going and to what address it is going to. So crypto, to me, is just the next level of currency. We've, Like I said, we've had the progression. We've gone from using a card to paying stuff online to now digital currency. Yeah. Just like Matt said, cryptocurrency is just a way for us to make electronic peer-to-peer transfers without the risk of a single entity Basically gaining too much power over your monetary yeah. system. No man. Yeah, it's just sitting straight through. You know, like when you're trying to, like Matthew said, you're trying to send money overseas or send it to somebody, there's always fees. 1% always. fee here, 3% fee here. Would you like to put it in your bank faster? Do it today. Yeah. Pay 3% or would you pay the, you know, three to five days? Well, we live in an instant gratification world. So what we're going to do is we're going to send it that day. Well, we just lost, you know, 3% in our sending money to help our family out. So it's just, um, it kind of goes around the middleman. And it's just followed on a blockchain technology that continues to grow. I mean, it's been maturing through the years since the beginning uh, with even the beginning of Bitcoin. And these blockchains just, you know, have been coming more and more mainstream lately. And it allows it to really give you a better idea of your financial systems and your use like a per se a financial toolbox to help you grow. And um, it allows you to just kind of change from the traditional fiat currency that you've always been using. So it's just a great kind of a great asset to use now. There is a lot of concern on when it comes with the newness. Obviously, it's not very, it hasn't done the test of time like you can do with the stocks. And you, you check the stocks all the way back from the early 1900s to today. And then with cur- cryptocurrency, it hasn't been around that long. So it's still learning. It doesn't have the full trends that you can compare to like when you try to track an index of the SP 500, where it has like generations and generations of, you know, of turning up. But we do have, you know, we do have the technology of, Companies continually trying to do better and go farther. So we're just, you know, hoping for the future. So the volatility will always be a concern, you know, and entering an interesting observation is that cryptocurrency isn't really a currency due to its, you know, its price volatility. Some people kind of have that type of mindset that money must be in a good store of value or a good state of value, which with crypto, it's not always the same. You know, there's seasons where it's like, like Matt said at the very beginning of the podcast, Bitcoin was 60,000 and then here now it was 30,000. But on the flip side, there was a time when the Bitcoin was 4,000 and then it shot up to 60,000. So yeah, it's volatile, but it also allows the opportunity for you to make gains. So like with any investment, you have to do your research, you have to do your homework, but there is that chance for growth. And so you kind of have to look on it on both sides. And any investment, you have to look at both sides. So it just gives you that 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 appreciation and that adoption of a, a potential growth within the currency market. And then one cool thing about cryptocurrencies, some of them are actually attached to specific assets. I know that they have some that are attached to actual like gold asset with, with Tezos or other specific t- uh, tokens that are attached to specific ways. I mean, they have cryptocurrency just to reward you with health and fitness. So it's just, it's a way for the market to kind of progress um, in financial instruments. But one thing that's really cool about cryptocurrency is there's so many ways to um, 
have opportunity to get a hold of crypto. So number one, the very first kind of big way to get involved in cryptocurrency is obviously through an exchange. So um, you have access to any type of cryptocurrency exchange through your iPhone, on your computer. Some of the main ones that a lot of people use, number one, is Coinbase. It's super easy, super accessible. You just download the app. Probably the biggest one. Too. Yeah, it's, it's really well known. Now they do charge a, uh, a minimal fee depending on how many coins you buy, but it allows you to have access to some of the big big hitters in cryptocurrency. So these are ones that have already made a name for themselves and are, are taken to the next level. Um, there's also one of the biggest, I guess, cryptocurrency markets out there is Binance. Yeah. Now there's a, there's a separation from Binance, the actual international version, then Binance US. It used to be together, but they've separated it through some legalization stuff. But that's a great way for you to buy crypto. Now the thing about Binance is you actually have to have a place like Coinbase where you buy Bitcoin or Ethereum and then you send it to that exchange. So it can be a little bit more complicated, but it allows you to have access to some of the less well-known coins, yeah. smaller coins. So the ones that are making a name for themselves. So when you're doing research about, hey, I want to get involved with crypto, it allows you to have those access. And one thing I do like about Binance is it actually gives you information about new coins that are about to drop on their exchange site. So if you're constantly refreshing that from day to day, it allows you to get involved with some coins that just hit the market. It's like when you're involved in stocks and you're getting involved with the IPOs and you're seeing new, it's always interesting to know what's new going to hit. So you can check out their white papers, and which white papers is basically their um, business or idea information. Kind of like uh, with your stocks, they have their information. Currencies has white paper page. And then their website, you can do all the filtering and stuff. But it allows you to get involved. Um, now, if you're wanting to have like an access of like really small, like you could call like, like penny stocks version of cryptocurrency where they have like all the cryptos, but they're like super tiny. And then they might have some big, also have big names on there. Good sites for that is like what Qcoin, uh, Gecko, uh, coin, Gecko Coin Market, they uh, there's the FTX is kind of just now getting popular. Those those exchanges allow you to, you know, really um, have an opportunity to get involved in to buy crypto. And those are really good if if you're somebody who loves to take risk. And then some of those lower coins are might be for you. Like for instance, Dogecoin at one point was uh, a fraction of a penny. Mm-hmm. And I know because I I could, was able to buy like ten thousand of it for like ten dollars back in the day. Uh, so if you're looking to maybe be more of a risk person, um, then maybe the, some of those smaller exchanges are for you, like KuCoin or some of those new projects. Also, ICOs, which is the equivalent of an IPO for stocks, but ICOs, initial coin offering, yeah. it's a new project and they're looking to raise funds. They'll usually give you an incredible deal on their cryptocurrency. Now, same with uh, IPOs for stocks, you're taking a big risk. You don't know if that stock's actually going to make it public or if it's going to be able to raise the funds or how it's going to good it's going to do when it does become on the stock exchange same with the ICOs you just you're just taking that risk now if it's if you read the white papers if you look at the company if you go to the websites read who the uh, creators are and what their intentions are you might find a really good decent coin that's worth investing in for the long run uh, but if you're looking just to do maybe some day trading or some maybe medium to long term trading uh, my favorite personal favorites are Coinbase uh, which Coinbase is mainly just to buy and hold. But if you want to do more trading, Coinbase yeah. Pro is their trading exchange. Yeah, there's, oh, and there's a fee for that. Yeah, and, there, and there's always fees. It's just like stocks. And then Binance US. And you, if you're in the United States, you can only use Binance US. You can't use their international. It was a big or, or, ordeal. I remember when. I remember I had all my, in the actual yeah, international, it was a pain to get I, it over. Yeah, I remember US. when they split and we're like, you're no longer allowed to use this. You have to transfer your money. I was like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> 
ridiculous. So uh, it's not as big as the normal Binance, but it's still got a good amount of money coming in. Yeah, so um, it just allows you to have it. And then a few other ones that are super easy to use on, like if for your iPhone or thing, there's crypto.com. It's pretty accessible. They actually give you, I think for the first 30 days, there's no fees to buy any crypto. So you can buy to your heart's content and then hold um, or hodl right after that. So you can do that. Um, and then one cool thing with like with that Qcoin um, is like it doesn't charge you any fees. So whatever you're, but you also the only problem with that one is that you again have to have like a Coinbase or something like that to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum, and then or you, they actually let you buy it in their coin, the USDC, and then you can send that over and purchase other coins. And um, and if you ever have like any any trouble trying to like transfer, maybe you're really brand new to cryptocurrency. You could always go to their sites. They'll have a how-to top, usually on YouTube videos, or you could just YouTube it, honestly, and they'll have super simplistic videos of how you're going to send your money from like a Coinbase to like a Qcoin or um, a Binance, stuff like that. So it just allows you to really get start getting your toes dipped in, you know, wet, involved in cryptocurrency market. And the hard part about anything, like especially when you get involved with stocks or you're getting involved with cryptocurrency, what we're talking about today, there's so many coins. So what I advise you to do is really dig deep into what you're interested in. But the tr the one that's kind of, the top two that have really held the test of time is Bitcoin and Ethereum. Those are probably the ones. Now Ethereum is making a lot of changes with the 2.0 stakes coming soon, which we're not really talking about that in this podcast. But it, I mean, those two are here for the long haul. And if you're looking for a crypto coin, maybe that just doesn't fluctuate at all until you're really invested. The U USD coin or the USDC is basically it's held with the dollar. So I know like Coinbase will give you 0.15, which is not great, but they'll give you APY of 0.15 just to keep keep it on that coin. And the good thing is you can pretty much wake up every day realizing it's just going to hold to its dollar on that coin. So um, it allows you just to kind of keep it, maybe get involved with crypto just a little bit. But those top two, Bitcoin and Ethereum, are, I mean, they're here to stay. I know that the, the other ones kind of fluctuate. Finance coin, Cardano, Litecoin, those have all fluctuated. Dogecoin has done that too. Doge, yeah. you know, it's gone way up, gone way down. So there's just coins to yeah, be interested in. Let's be clear. Uh, both of these are not currencies. Bitcoin is a currency. It's a digital currency. But Ethereum is not the same type of currency as Bitcoin. Ethereum is more based off the blockchain uh, where you can make contract, smart contracts is what they're called for you to build your business off of in the blockchain and decentralized network. Uh, the good saying is... Uh, Bitcoin is the currency, but Ethereum is the road it's going to travel on to get to where it needs. So yeah. I just wanted to make that clear. It, Ethereum's not, it is a cryptocurrency, but it's not used as currency as much as like Bitcoin and Litecoin and some of those other coins that are used purely for uh, currency. Yeah. So outside of, outside of getting on there now, the cool thing is with the whole like JP Morgan announcement for people who are, who get involved or they're, they're building like actual like ETFs where they'll actually have them together. And that's what's kind of crazy interesting to see how that even turns out. So we'll keep an eye on that. But outside of just getting involved individually with buying cryptocurrency, there are ways you can actually make um, coins based off of different ways. So like one that we actually do a lot all the time because we all work. A lot of us work behind a desk. We're always on the computer. Like there's BAT, uh, basic attention token. You can actually, if you sign up with them, download the uh, Brave to your informational, to your PC or to your uh, your MacBook, and when you're browsing the internet, looking at ads and stuff that that pop up on there, you actually get paid to do so. Yeah. So you're making passive income money by literally just browsing the internet every oh, single day, which one of my favorites, yep. many of us spend well, like eight hours on the internet every day, especially if you work at an office job. Why not browse, do your job, and get 
passive coins to do so. And now there are bats. Obviously, it's gone down because of the whole crypto market has gone down recently. It's still up on the year, but it has high, it has had highs and you know it's had lows. But it allows you you're getting free coins. And the cool thing is, when it does go high, like it did a few months ago, I mean, you're getting free passive income to literally browse the internet. How many times do we wish we could like, man, I wish I just got paid to browse and, <laughs> and shop online and to look around. And it's not like those, it's not like those like sites where it's like you buy something and you get a percentage back. Like it's not, th- it's not even that type of, it's literally, you just browse and you get coins to do so. And they'll give you ads that pop up. You, cl- you can click on those to help you actually earn even more coins, but it's at your own pace. It's what's cool about the bat. And you can put it on your phone, you can put it on your laptop and it allows you to get free coins. And you get to huddle all those coins, and you get to, get, and they add up. I think the other day I had like, I don't know, hundreds of dollars yeah. on free coins that I didn't even purchase. Didn't do anything. I just got them <laughs> on the sole base of browsing the internet. And when Bat hit like a was like it was like a dollar dollar or something, yeah, I got all. Uh, I basically got free number one, but now I have like a dollar something per coin that's been adding up and accumulating. So, and all you have to do is just tie it, tie it to one of your wallets, so one of those chains we're talking about, and you get free money. So that's just a really cool way to also, you know, get free passive income. Yeah. So, I mean, and another great way of making passive income with cryptocurrency is through APYs. So um, what crypto.com is a good one, even Coinbase also, is that if you buy cryptocurrency and you put it on their app and you do what is called staking it or really just holding it, um, it'll actually give you APY and I'm talking, you're getting some good APY oh, yeah. for this compared to the national average of what you're going to get for holding it in, uh, bonds or a savings account right now. Cause those are oh, trash. way down. Even, some bonds might give you, Oh, I mean, they're not great. They're okay. But yeah. the crypto market, I mean, it, like, I think they had like, uh, I don't, Allograd is like, it was 6%. Now it's at 4%. They had a, uh, was it, um, Cardano, Cardano, yeah, Cardano. I think it's like four percent, and um, and even holding it in just USDC coin, yeah, which, which, is, which is tied to the dollar, so it's never going to move off the dollar. Yeah. So what you put in is what you're going to keep, but it was like at what two percent? Was that correct? Uh, or was one point five. One point five. Yeah, and then there's another one called Dai D A I. Yeah, that's like, and it's a stable coin as well, so it's tied to the I think dollar. It's like 3%, three percent. And it was yeah, it was like three percent. So it's another way to make some actual really good returns yearly on just coins that you're holding. Or even if, you know, if you move some savings over there just to let it sit, you're yeah. going to make some good APY. Off and the of good it. thing about those, number one, you get the gains from the APY, but you also get the gains if the coin goes up. So you're kind of getting a double dip on the coins. And somebody could argue the case that, yeah, you lose money when it goes down, but you're still gaining the APY on them. Yeah, and if you buy more, it just adds up. And now there are some coins that you have to do what is called staking, which is almost like in a way similar to a bond, where you have to let you have to actually keep it in there for a certain amount of time. Usually, uh, probably anywhere from a few weeks to a few months, but or over. Um, but uh, if if you let them hold it for six months, they will give you APY for doing that as well. I know one that's going to be really big in doing that is a new Ethereum platform that's coming out. It's called Ethereum 2.0. Um, so what you do is you have to stake your money on there for, I think when I say at least a minimum of six months and you actually get a good APY off of that. Yeah. So there's just really cool ways to do it. Now, the cool thing about like some, some apps like Coinbase, they'll actually give you the opportunity to earn free coins. You just have to like, uh, watch videos, take a quiz and they'll give you free coins. And I've made tons of money off of just 
getting a couple dollars worth of coin at the very beginning and then it shoots up because the market's going good or that coin does something really good and you're making passive income based off just taking a few surveys within that. So it's something to really look at. Um, there's a lot of different ways to also within the idea of st uh, staking uh, and mining. You can nowadays that the whole big thing is like, I mean, that's why there's a GPU shortage, but buying mining rigs and going out and stepping them up with the specific algorithm and getting coins that way. So that'd probably be a whole that's gonna be a whole broadcast. Yeah, a whole broadcast by itself. <laughs> but there are so many ways to make crypto and get it. Uh, there's there's sweat coin and light uh, walk, which you can basically exercise and get crypto just by exercising and walking. So that's really cool. So look, we're we're actually almost we're out of time for today's podcast. We'll probably continue this segment next week as we talk more information about crypto and we'll actually go into how you can make lots of money through cryptocurrency, um, through mining and other. Uh, revenues so make sure you check the diapers duct tape and dollars out next week with our next episode thank you guys for checking in this one as we started off information of talking about crypto and how it's changing the game love you guys thanks for listening to us we'll check you guys next week on diapers duct tape dollars bye